Viterra has announced its plans to build the world's largest canola crushing plant in Regina. Construction is expected to begin in early 2022 and it should be operational by 2024. Kyle Jaworski, Viterra CEO for North America, said the plant will have a capacity of 2.5 million metric tons. If you were to look at this plant alone as its own independent market or export destination, it would be larger than what Japan buys from Canada, what Mexico buys from Canada. On an average year, it would make it the second largest export destination. The plant expects to employ 1,000 people during construction and 100 full-time positions once it's operational. Both of Canada's largest railway companies have entered a bidding war for Kansas City Southern, a buyout deal that would create a network spanning Canada, the U.S. and Mexico. Canadian Pacific Railway announced an initial bid of $25 billion, but Canadian National Railway was quick to counter with a $30 billion offering. Now both rail giants are lobbying the U.S. Surface Transportation Board, which has the ultimate decision in whether the merger can take place. CP has a backing of 416 shippers and suppliers, including container company Hapig Lloyd, oil refiner Valero Energy, and Viterra. CN, on the other hand, is being supported by pork producer Maple Leaf Foods and steel manufacturer ArcelorMittal. Kansas City Southern is the smallest Class 1 railway, and regulators have exempted its merger from the standard trust rules. The majority of the prairies here in Canada are coming out of a dry fall, which led to a dry winter and now an even drier spring. Farmers are hoping for more rain in the near future, but according to meteorologist Terry Lang with Environment and Climate Change Canada, they're not expecting much anytime soon. Well, we're in the the type of pattern uh, where we're getting these storms move through, but they're kind of, they're not bringing a lot of moisture, unfortunately kind of bring in blips and blaps here and there. So, you know, we're seeing some uh, more of those come through. We still have lots of spring to come. Hopefully we'll, we'll see some of those moisture-bearing storms come through. Ling says all the area needs is one really good storm to help bring moisture levels back to normal. Agriculture and agri-food Canada scientists in Prince Edward Island are currently developing a scab-resistant potato variety with the hopes of reducing food waste and appealing to the fresh produce market. The team of researchers are working to identify scab-resistant genes in various potato types so that they can be used to breed a new fully resistant variety. Common scab disease is a soil-borne blight caused by bacteria-like organisms. The potatoes are safe to eat but are unsightly and consumers are less likely to purchase them. Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada estimates the disease costs producers $17 million a year in food waste and lost revenue. Starting today, COVID-19 vaccines are being offered to 15,000 workers at 136 meat packing plants in Alberta. A number of approaches are being taken, including on-site clinics, pharmacies, and Alberta Health Service clinics. After these clinics have wrapped up, those who work in meatpacking plants who did not get vaccinated will be provided a letter from their employer that they can present at any immunization clinic or pharmacy to receive their vaccine. At smaller provincial meatpacking plants, a letter will be sent out to the employer with a list of pharmacies and clinics that are giving out the vaccine. And finally, the Canadian Western Agribition announced their plans to be back with a full live event in Regina this fall, despite the uncertainty of the pandemic. Work has begun for the 50th anniversary of the show, which will include 12 national breed shows. Regular programming, including the professional rodeo, will also be back. The show is scheduled to run November 22nd to 27th. Last year, due to the pandemic, the show was forced to move online, but was still able to attract 1.2 million people from 86 different countries. 
The 2020 show, however, also reported a loss of $774,000. For Golden West Radio, I'm Daniel McElroy.